In a time of universal deceit, telling the truth is a revolutionary act. George Orwell. Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of This Is Why I Drink. I think that's a, a very fitting quote to open up this episode with because we seem to be in the middle of a giant psyop for those of you that love conspiracy theories or want to try to call me a crackpot and it we seem to be in an age of who's going to believe the most idiotic bullshit and vote for that party that is spewing idiotic bullshit I told you at the end of the last episode that I was going to open up this episode with a news story that is going to shock you a little bit for back in 2007 because in the last episode I went over all of the deaths uh, recently of people with black skin at the hands of people with white skin. Let's just be completely honest. And the reason I say that is because we don't know if any of the officers involved in the raid of Breonna Taylor's apartment had black skin. So, unfortunately, we have to assume that they were all crackers. And yes, I call myself a cracker. I love that word. I'm not going to lie. I do. I love that word. I think it's awesome. When If anybody ever looked at me and was like, damn, cracker, I would probably laugh in their face not out of hate, not out of spite, because that would be absolutely phenomenal. If somebody called me that in public and had like just a pissed off tone in their voice, oh my God, I'd lose it. That would be great. That would be great. Anyway, back to the serious point. In 2007, in early January of 2007, I believe it was January 6th and 7th, from what I'm seeing in front of me on the news article, there was one of the most horrific murders I have heard of in a very long time committed in Knoxville, Tennessee. It is god-awful what happened. And for those of you that don't know about this, which is probably going to be quite a few of you if you're not from Tennessee... The victims' names were Christopher Newsom and Channing Christian. Two people in love, a young couple, just happened to have white skin. And the reason this story blew me away so much is because of the fact that George Floyd, Breonna Taylor, Ahmaud Arbery, Rayshard Brooks, front page, massive media attention as soon as you type their name into Google. Once you type their name into Google and pull it up, CNN, MSNBC, Fox News, every major media outlet you could think of just flooding the living hell out of the first seven to eight pages of a Google search on those particular situations and crimes and deaths yet when I started digging I was thinking I was like there's a, there's a major disparity here on what we're being told 
that's happening out there in society. And I started digging just because I was thinking there's there's got to be something I can find to be able to at least, for lack of a better term, play for the tie here and help people understand shit like this happens to everybody and it's god-awful. And I, I don't wish it on anybody. I really don't. And, I mean, I may joke about left tards and all that. I don't want them to die. <laughs> I just want them to get their head out of their ass and start thinking logically and less emotionally so that we can get this country back on track. I don't want them in the grave. I want them to get their head out of their ass. That's it. I mean, there's it's... It's insane how much radical righties and leftards are screwing up this country purely because they don't want to take the time to do equal research on both sides of the political or social spectrum. They only want to dive into one side of the narrative, and that's why they're a part of the problem. They don't want to look at the middle road and find the actual solution to everything. So as I was digging... I came across this particular crime and this murder. Once I typed in this individual's, Christopher Newsom's name, as the sole Google search, and I pulled up the first page, I went through five pages on Google search. And by halfway through page number three, it wasn't even about Christopher Newsom. And Chan and Christian anymore. It was advertisements. It was celebrities named Christopher Newsom. It was anything you can think of except this specific scenario. And on the first three pages, there were no major media outlets that covered this. There was no CNN, no Fox News, no MSNBC, nothing. It was all local television stations in Tennessee and the surrounding areas, local stations. This thing never hit media coverage on a national scale. I don't ever remember it. And it was in January of 2007. It wasn't even during the Obama administration, for God's sake. I never heard of it. It's crazy. And I'm going to read to you what happened to these two people who have white skin at the hands of five people, four men and one woman with black skin. Now, before I get into it, I'm not doing it to be like, see, 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 people with black skin do it just as much. I'm reading it to bring balance. I'm reading it to help people understand evil is evil. Regardless of skin color, regardless of religious belief, evil is evil. Okay? And it exists in this world. And all four of the situations I talked about on the last episode, you know, Ahmaud Arbery, absolutely evil when it comes to, especially the son of the McMichaels. That dude is a piece of shit. Not a good guy. I kept digging more and more into um, information about him. Not a good human being. Really not. Breonna Taylor. That, it sucks. And you wish it doesn't happen. And unfortunately, if you surround yourself with a certain type of person or people, 
for a long enough period of time in your life, shit's going to bite you. You know, Rayshard Brooks, same thing. You do enough stupid shit and illegal shit for a long enough period of time, it's probably not going to end well. The one that had a true amount of evil surrounding it other than one of the McMichaels with Arbery was George Floyd. And that, whether it was a planned hit or a conspiracy, if you know, I don't think he's still alive, if it was a conspiracy to just create and incite a race war in America, that's fucking evil. I don't care what you say. If it's a planned hit to murder a man with black skin to incite a race war or a conspiracy planned that's a false flag to incite a race war, that's fucking evil. And that's evil on a national scale. What I'm about to read to you is evil in a very local scale. I don't ever, God, I don't ever wish this on anybody. I'm just going to read straight off of the article because I don't have any other way to do it without losing my place and and losing focus. In this article, it states that during the time when the news was flooded with gossip about Anna Nicole Smith, a true hate crime was being prosecuted in Tennessee, but was virtually untouched by the media. So what happened exactly? And who are these young citizens who sought out this innocent, unarmed couple with white skin for torture and eventual execution? In the first week of January of 2007, Channing Christian and Christopher Newsom went out for a nice dinner with the intention of visiting a friend after the meal. They never made it to their location. Instead, they were carjacked by five people with black skin who abducted them and took turns torturing them, beginning first with Christopher Newsom. They forced Channing Christian, Christopher's girlfriend, to watch while they each sodomized him, cut off his genitals, and lit him on fire all while he was still alive. Only then did they shoot him repeatedly, finally ending his life. Afterwards, a fate much worse awaited her. They transported Channon from the initial crime scene and took her to a rental property one of the men had nearby. For days, they raped, sodomized, and brutally tortured her. They cut off her breasts while she was still alive and then left her dead body in the home until police found it the next day. The coroner now refuses to comment on her cause of death due to the gruesome nature of it all. He even found household cleaning chemicals in her system that they had forced her to ingest during the torture. These four men with black skin and one woman with black skin were alleged gang members who were rumored to support the great role model with black skin. I have no idea how to pronounce this name. Kamau Kaban. Kamau Kambon a former professor from North Carolina University. Kambon called his people into action less than two years prior in 2005 
with these inspirational words. They are monitoring our people to try to prevent one person from coming up with the one idea. The one idea is how we are going to exterminate white people because that, in my estimation, is the only conclusion I have come to. We have to exterminate white people off of the face of the planet to solve this problem. Had it been a white leader who urged his people into such actions as exterminating another ethnicity, he would have been imprisoned already in connection with his crime. So why is a man with black skin allowed to openly incite hatred and violence against people with white skin? What the fuck, people? What in the actual fuck? This story never got national attention. And it happened one year before everybody's favorite two-thirds white guy was running for president. Ladies and gentlemen, I'll tell you flat out, you can call me hateful. You can call me whatever the hell you want. Again, you can call me arrogant, cocky. You can call me anything until you can prove me wrong. Suck it. Had this story hit national news, national attention, and it come out that these five people with black skin were followers, quote unquote, believers in the message that Cambon was preaching at North Carolina and in whatever other forum he was speaking, had that come out, there is no fucking way on the face of this earth we would have elected Barack Obama as President of the United States. No fucking way. This is beyond me to understand how you could ever do something like this to another human being, especially in the United States of America in the 21st century. We all know America's got a horrible past. Shit, what country doesn't? If you want to try to sit there and say, well, you stole this land from the Indians, there are Native Americans who will flat out admit to you that... Well, when we conquered another tribe, we told their women and children and whoever was left, you join us or we kill you. And they became our slaves. They will openly admit that. That's how it went. There is no nation on the face of this planet in the modern world that does not exist because it conquered somebody else. And it's only become recent that we have a somewhat civilized world in the sense that this shit should not happen. What I just read in this article should not fucking happen, ever. And we want to be, God, and we want to be pissed off when a guy who just got out of jail for aggravated assault of a minor for child abuse is drunk and falling asleep in a fucking Wendy's drive-thru, tries to take a cop's taser and then get shot. Again, I'll say it till the day is long. The cop should not have killed the guy. I 100% believe that. The cop should not have killed the guy. 
Yeah. Don't act like this guy's a fucking angel that deserved better. I don't want him to die. Just don't tell me that his life, his, the actions in his life didn't lead him to that end point. Don't try to spin that bullshit. These people, if you saw the picture, which I will post on my social media platforms, if you see the picture of this guy and his girlfriend, they legitimately look like somebody who would go to a food drive every weekend just because they want to help. They look like people that probably grew up on a little farm with mom and with their, obviously they're not brother and sister, you know, with their respective families, busted their asses out in the field their entire life and yeah, made it to college and now they're on to a good life. That They legitimately look like what you would want the American dream to be of finding somebody and being happy. So what the fuck? And I never knew about this. It's 13 plus years after the fact. And I never knew about this. Guys, I'll I'll put every dime I have to my name on the fact that had this come out in that time, we probably wouldn't have elected Obama. It just doesn't. And the fact that Obama talked such a good game in 2008, which is why I said, you know, back then when people say, would you have voted for Trump or Obama? I say 2008 or 2012. And they say, is there a difference? I'm like, massive difference. They say 2008. I'm like, that's a tough call. I really liked what Obama was saying about unity, about bringing us all together, about there's no white race, there's or there's no white America, there's no black America, there's no left America, there is no right America, there's only the United States of America. I really, really appreciated him saying all that. The problem is, as soon as he got elected, that was obvious bullshit just to get himself elected. Because by 2012, he pandered only one fucking side, even though half of his genetic code is the other. He didn't tow the middle road like he said he was going to. And he created hateful senses of entitlement on both sides because of that. I will say till the day is long, had this hit national news, he wouldn't have ever gotten elected. No fucking way. And now we're tearing our country apart over shit that was nowhere near as bad as this with Christopher Newsom and Channing Christian. Nowhere near. The left is saying all these riots and everything don't exist. I mean, you have, I'll post this one too. I found it. It's a great clip of a guy asking Jerry Nadler, little fucking twat pocket, about the riots in Portland. And Jerry Nadler flat out says, that's a myth. That doesn't exist. While it's being videotaped and posted on social media and the news every week. The New York Times calls them peaceful protesters when they're burning down buildings and shooting at cops. And when people say, well, the cops, the cops started all this. I'm like, oh, the cops are just trying to make sure the city doesn't get burned to the fucking ground. So when you start throwing explosives at police officers and then get your ass beat, you bring that on yourself. I don't want to hear you little fucking left hard mommy and daddy sucking on nut pieces of shit bitch about it.
you know, we're tearing we're tearing the country apart, and the left is saying, "Oh, that doesn't exist. That's a myth." No, they're peaceful protesters. They're exercising their First Amendment right. Fucking Cuomo says, "Where does it say that pe- that protests have to have to be peaceful? It's in the Constitution." Fredo, guys, come on. We are destroying our country over something that is significantly more simple to solve. And then you come across a story like Christian and Shannon, or Christopher, forgive me. Sorry, forgive me. About Christopher and Shannon. It it just it doesn't make any sense. I mean, for God's sake, there was a a man with black skin who is an avid Trump supporter that was executed up in Wisconsin. Flat out executed to daylight. A man who had homemade, handmade signs and openly supported Donald Trump. And a guy walked up to him during the day, put a gun against his head, and killed him. And there's barely anything being done about it. I, don't, I, I haven't seen any investigation. It's just on the news. Yet, if one of these cops shoots somebody in the face with a rubber bullet after that same little piece of shit left hard threw an explosive at him, all of a sudden, the cop is the enemy, the cop is Satan himself. Well, don't throw a fucking explosive at him, you dumbass. Guys, this is so simple. We're being, like I said, we're being played. This is controlled, orchestrated chaos. There's no reason for these riots to be continuing. No reason. People say, it's we're protesting social injustice. No, you're creating social injustice, you stupid sack of shit. You are creating social injustice. You are causing a bigger problem. Do you think that once all the smoke clears on this, literally, that you are going to receive more benefit from it? No, they're going to tighten down on your dumbass even further. They're going to put the clamps to you even more. You're not going to be able to fucking go anywhere in your city because they're going to lock your ass down. Now, for those that want communism, that are Marxists, Hashtag Black Lives Matter, because you fucking are a bunch of Marxists. You proved it. You've admitted it. And you don't give money to communities that actually need it and help people with black skin. You donate it to Democrat politicians that are crackers. They're not gonna they're not gonna let you do shit. They they're going to control you at every turn. And you're bringing it on yourselves, you dumbasses. Stop. If you want to fix things, first and foremost, start cleaning up your own fucking life. Stop blaming everybody else. Take accountability. Remember the things I talked about when I first started the show. Number one, humility. Two, self-awareness. Three, personal accountability without self-serving justification. Start cleaning up your own backyard first. Once you have cleaned up your own backyard, not while you're cleaning it up, once you have cleaned up your own backyard, then and only then 
will you be able and have the quote unquote right to start going and talking to other people about cleaning up their backyard and the community's backyard? If you don't clean up yours first, keep your fucking mouth shut. Because you don't deserve to have a platform. You haven't earned it. Folks, this, I love this country. And I love humanity. And this stuff pisses me off. It... I didn't even drink when I was recording this episode because I knew I needed to have a sober mind on this one. And now I want to fucking drink. I'm going to be covering more about COVID and how it's... how we're being played by it. I'm going to be diving more and more into the child sex trafficking because it is real. I need I need to go sit out with with a glass of scotch and a cigar, guys. I'm done for today. Through me, the blind become sighted, and this is why I drink. We'll talk soon.